Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field report. Finally getting some harvest reports coming in from our guys up in Iowa. They've gotten started after the big rain de delay. Uh, they're still, of course, dealing with some pretty wet conditions. Matt said they got two combines stuck in the same field, 50 feet apart, one in the night and one in the daylight. I'm not sure what that tells us about their operating skills, but it does tell us that they're wet up there. But it does sound like they're getting into some mid-70 bushel beans, so uh, hopefully the yields will hold for them as well. Here in Illinois, some growers to the south are approaching 60-70% done on corn. Other areas, 30-50%. to 50%. A lot of guys went back to corn, hoping these 9-10% uh, beans would pick up some moisture and maybe cut better when they come back. As we uh, get more into the May beans, yields are now in the mid to low 70s up to the mid to low 80s. Getting more and more reports, uh, lines at the elevators, delays at the elevators, elevators shutting down for half days. So guys, again, I guess warning you to stay on top of that, talking with your manager and see what, um, what the end game is. Uh, where do we go when everything is full? So. Uh, you don't get caught out there without any options. Plots continue to come in at a good pace. Uh, we saw a bean fungicide plot this week where fungicide insecticide uh, strip yielded 80.6 bushel and the no fungicide insecticide was 73. So we'll continue to watch them as they come in. I'm not sure if it was really a factor of disease or insect pressure as much as it was a change in maturity. These fungicide trials are coming uh, in a little bit slower as far as the maturity where we sprayed. And, you know, is that making the difference between, let's say, a 2.8 bean and a 3.2 bean? Uh, we'll have to watch and see uh, how that comes out. It has been interesting watching these plots as they come out and comparing them to what we're learning in our uh, hybrid studies and our hand harvest plots. Realizing we don't have that many hybrids in that study, but identifying, you know, whether it it makes its uh, change in yield, its flex in girth or length or depth. I was looking here at a, a late wide drop plot that came out this week, was wide dropped um, way after tassel, and we applied 0, 30, 60, 90 pounds of ant. One of the hybrids in that plot that we identified as mainly a G had a negative 13 bushel to a positive 6 bushel response to nitrogen and it topped out around 237. The other hybrid that we have labeled an L2 and mainly a D, meaning it gets its fill in depth of kernel, had 11 bushel gain on the low side to a 24 bushel gain on the high side. So it was responsive to that late amount in, identifying again that we were changing depth uh, of kernel with the timing on that hybrid in the same field. We have harvested a few of our ear flex plots. Uh, we got a few more to go. The ones that we'll be doing the hand counting on uh, in November. One that came out of McLean County, we saw one entry at 22,000 planted population go 260 bushel. At 36,000, that same entry went over 300. And one of our narrow row plots in the dry area, we saw 22,000 produce 223 bushel. That same entry at 40,224 and a half bushel. So we gained basically a bushel and a half from 22 to 40,000. So it'll be interesting as we work through there and see just where this flex is coming from. 
One of the starter additive plots I took out this week in the dry area, we saw 150 bushels swing across the field. This will be interesting when we get time to start digging through this results by management zone to see how the different treatments responded in the low yielding areas versus the high yielding areas and if there's anything in there that separates it out. We also took out a, a biological plot where we looked at uh, biological stimulants and foliar feeds and stuff and we saw 120 bushel swing in that plot. So again, eager to see what those differences are when we break them down. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but let's keep an eye on the harvest loss. Now I realize uh, price of corn right now, corn as a cover crop is cheaper than most of the cover crop seed you can buy. But I think I'd rather have you harvest it and add it to your APH. But watch as these corn gets down in that 12, 13, 14%, we're starting to see considerable header loss now. And we may have to change our uh, header speeds and our operating speeds to kind of keep that in the combine. Yesterday, we, we lost a pretty amazing man. My wife Janine's father passed away, and I ask you to keep us all in your prayers. At 88, he went out doing what he loved, that was farming. As Crop Tech is a family business, we will be light-staffed next week as we travel to Northeast Iowa to deal with his passing. Matt and Eli, with the recruiting of Mike, will keep on the plots. Kevin and Thomas will keep up the soil testing. Nick and Miles will man the office and keep the maps flowing. You'll be in good hands, but a little patience, I guess, would be appreciated. There will be no podcast next week. Don't forget, call in the fields as you clean them up so we can keep the wrecks coming your way. To stay up to date, check out our website at croptechinc.com and subscribe to our podcast, Boots in the Field Report. Keep her safe. Keep her moving.